Outside the Box, Sundays at 9 a.m. on KLS ESPN Sports FM 89. Brilliant! Big Red Octopus! The ex-Tivoli Gardens man again! Oh, what a beautiful ball! Now it's Cristiano Ronaldo with a chance maybe to seal it! And he has taken it! KLS ESPN Sports FM 89 now presents Outside the Box. Featuring top stories, transfer news, rumors, and the latest news in the world of football. Now let's welcome her hosts, Rashid, Zidane, and Stephen. Brilliant! Good morning and welcome to another edition of Outside the Box. Standby wire smiling. <laughs> I'm happy, man. I'm, I'm happy. happy. My name is Christopher Zidane Matthews and I'm here with Steve Stanberry. And Rashid Parchment will be here in a few seconds. And you know, we discuss football on the show. And the Reggae Boys will definitely discuss them. They defeated Haiti by one goal to nil last night. And are into the semifinals of the Gold Cup. Where they will face the United States of America. We will discuss that thoroughly. And we will also, without a doubt... Talk about the situation involving Alvas Powell. I definitely want to say some things about that. And we will also talk about the transfers. You know, Rhyme Sterling has confirmed that he will now be a Manchester City player come next season or come August 8th. That's when the season starts, right, Stanberry? Yeah. Rashid? Yeah, that's right. And who will Arsenal play on that day? We play West Ham. And we have signed, we haven't signed anybody since check. No. Are you concerned? Not at all, because how our <laughs> squad looks right now, our depth is good. We are waiting on something to happen before we sign. Yeah, so we will discuss the transfer. Um, Bayern Munich involved in transfer. Manchester United is still interested in, in, in strikers, forwards, wingers, etc. They definitely want to move back into contention in Europe and for the Premier League title this season. We have all of that. And we also will have a showdown between myself and Rashid Parchment. We'll tell you the topic later, when, on. later on, but you can look out for that and you will get involved. You will tell us which one of us you think um, did better in the debate and which one, which one side you believe that you're on and you will, you will do it via text messages. So after the debate, you will text us and tell us which one of us you agree with. So the numbers, you can write it down from now. It's 828-0925. That's 828-0925. So when... We finish the debate. You text in and tell us who your, th- who your thoughts and who you think win the debate. We will also be hearing from the Jamaica National Assistant Coach, which is Miguel Coley. We have him on the line right now. Hello. Good morning, Mr. Coley. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm Zidane here, and you're, we're, we also have St- Stephen Stanberry and Rashid Parchment. Um, I'm, I know you must okay. feeling feeling happy right now. Come on, definitely, definitely. Um, let's go right into it. My first question for you: the team, mm. I I think the team um, didn't play as well. The performance wasn't as good as people would want it to be, knowing that we played against a, 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 a Asian a Asia team that is not really you would say a top team in Kankaf, but a lot of people complain about the we were all possessing the game and we were on the back for the most. But a lot of people criticize us, saying mm-hmm. we we parked the bus. Your 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 reaction mm-hmm. to, to those sentiments? 
Um, well, it, 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 um, two things that were happy for the win. That was, was the most important thing. Um, we, we know that Haiti was a tough team. You watch them against the USA. They had the better USA. So we had to, you know, be as strategic as possible, knowing the fact that um, we had lost some of our players, especially players who we could press. You know, so we could not play a pressing game against the Haitian base on what we had. So we had to um, come back a bit and try to get them on the counter-attack. We, we got a couple of breaks. Um, if we had scored... Um, Probably two of them, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd have seen something different from the Asian, but they came out both wing-backs attacking, so therefore they would have more numbers, especially in the middle of the park, and they, they had a lot of possession. And the important thing is that, you know, it's not a lot, lot of um, penetrating part, especially um, through our defense, which was very, very important. But, yes. you know, as a team, sometimes you have to assess, you know, who you're playing against and, you know, what you, what you have and what you need to do. Uh, yes, I saw the Asian team against the USA, and they definitely... Mm-hmm was a technically good team in that game and they had a lot of pace. So I guess it was a good tactics to, to, to be careful and not give them a lot of space because I noticed that our wing backs didn't overlap as much. So so mm-hmm. basically I understand the tactics going into that game because you don't want to take a team lightly and having seen them against the United States, which is probably arguably a m- much more talented team than us, you would have to respect that. Mm-hmm. So so good tactic. Yeah. Um what what will you do now differently? You know the United States is is a is a top team. They are at home basically. How would you approach that game? Well, um, as I said, um, we, we we have been watching some tips uh, with the United States in terms of how they play. It's just as we have to try to keep more possession in this game. Um, yes, as a team, not a pressing team like um probably like, like the Haitian team. They go back because they play the four 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 two diamond. So they go back a little bit to give you some more space. So also organize, especially get into the consolidation zone and try to keep the ball more, especially in front of the goal, and more than how we did against the Asian team. So that's very, very important. At the same time, they have key players in which we have to you know, restrict as much as possible. So those are some of the things without giving much away. Um, defensively, we have been extremely sound in this competition. Even yesterday, even though uh-huh. we gave up a lot of position, the Haitian team, yeah. they did not get got a lot of shots on target. The keeper was not heavily involved. He, he didn't have to make any brilliance or anything like that. Even so, mm-hmm. defensively, how how did do you get the team to, to, to be that disciplined? Because, you know, defensively, it comes down to hard work and, and, and tracking yeah, and yeah. Do the, the part of the game that a lot of people don't, don't like to do. How do, do you guys get the defenders to, to be so motivated and so involved and want to defend for, for, the, for the Jamaica national cause? Well, um, first of all, the players, even the personality also, and then the defensive um, line is very, very competitive. So without us, you know, initially doing anything, you know, it's very competitive. So each time a defender gets an opportunity, he knows he has to go there and, and really play very well. And then um, we, we, we encourage commitment to the team, you know, playing for each other, which is very important. And, you know, being there when, when the next department not, not stepping up, you know, the defensive area stepping up. And we emphasize clean sheet. This is very, very good. You know, our team can score on you, then, you know, you, you, you're more likely going to win the game from the final and, uh, and from the quarterfinal. Those are some important things. Um, if you watch the Asian team, if they, they were able to get a lot of possession because they play a 4 4 3 system in which um, the, the two top midfield, two top midfield who goes back into the into the number six position and gets the ball each time and they rotate from there. And because our midfield, both central midfields were in person with them, they, they could have a chance to turn, you know, but we could afford that somewhat. And I think we did a pretty job in terms of you know, defending, not only as def- defenders, but defenders of the team. All right, Coach Rashid here. Uh, what would you say? How would you say Darren Mattox was missed last night, and will he be back for Wednesday? Um, that intensity, that pace in terms of pressing in in, in the forward line, 
and also getting behind the defenders, you know, would be very important. Would be good for us last year, last last night. As you know, we had a lot of chances in which his pace could have, you know, you know, worked worked wonders for us. Right, coach. Um, prior to the start, the start of the tournament, uh, Winfried Schaefer said the main target was the semi-finals. Now that we're in the semi-finals, what's the target? Is it that we've accomplished our goals and we're just going to say all right, or we're going all the way to make it to the finals and possibly win the title for the first time? No, the coach. I'm telling it to be very, very modest. I know deep down he wants to win. Um, from last year, said last year the plan was to be number one in in in, in um in the Caribbean. And then move on to be the number one in Kansas. So this is an opportunity for us. I think the players um, know his intention, and they, it's their intention to they believe, they believe. And you got the semi-final. I mean, I mean, you have to give it your all, give it your best shot. And I think they have a very good chance against USA once we continue to be disciplined and you know work as a team and be a family out there. Right. We know that our record against the United States isn't all that impressive. I think only one victory to date. Um, what's the plan going into that game on Wednesday? <laughs> the plan, as I mentioned before, um, but the mindset is to win. You know, there's no change, and if there's no change, and you know, as a team, we have to shot the system to get good results. And USA and Mexico, they've been dominating, um, especially the the Gold Cup. You know, they have to be changed. And I think, you know, not only Jamaica but Caribbean teams are really stepping up. And sooner, very soon, um, we'll be. You know, the number one teams in, in Kangakov. Coach, um, we, we can't l- let you go without asking you about Alvas Powell. Did the situation involving him affect the team any at all? Um, no, no, no. Um, I think they're, they're, they're a very grounded bunch in terms of what we want. Objective is, is what, you know, push us more than anything. Um, in, a, in a tournament and anything and in football, there's always a different, different adversity. And this is just one, you know, they were disappointed to see him go. You know, like a player spoke to him, you know, because he's, a, he's definitely a part of the family, you know, and to see him go was, you know, but the objective, I said, is to win the, win the Gold Cup. That's what drives the team, and they know they have a job, they're professional, and, you know, we have to move on from that. Coach, tell me, what, what mentality do you think this will give the team in terms of after the Gold Cup, we have World Cup qualifying coming up? How do you think we'll springboard from this? No, it, 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 it's a good momentum going into the into, into the World Cup qualification, which is the most important thing. You know, it, it's very good, the confidence, you know, and it, it, going into the World Cup qualification, yes, we have we have tried different things, and it's just for us to really, you know, find the best combination, which we I think we are we're nearly 100% sure of what definitely we want. Um, we need to keep more position, though, especially um, in the incision zone and stuff like that. It's going to be very important to, to carry to the World Cup qualifiers. But we're doing some good things, and it's you know, step by step, you know, not baby step, but I think we're making big steps. And just for us to keep grounded, keep focused, and continue working on and, you know, develop that mental toughness more and more, not only to this team, but, you know, to infiltrate in, in all the teams, you know, of the country. Do you think the team is seen as an underdog in the tournament still, or do you think people are now respecting us as a team that can genuinely go and win the CONCACAF World Cup? I think people are. I think people are. Even um, our, our our performance in, 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 in Copa, I think a lot of persons, you know, wondering what's happening um, with Jamaica, what is happening. Even when we, we won against Venezuela, it opened a lot of eyes, you know. But that's not you know, our, our, our issue. We just want to be, you know, remain as a team, be focused. We know that every game is 
is important and the last game is something you have to learn from and the focus is on the next game. You know, and our next game is USA and um I think we're ready to go. Coach, just a follow up on what Rashid asked earlier about going forward. You mentioned keeping position. I don't see any player in the team like a Javi type player who holds the ball very well, knock it and receive it and, and re- retain position. Are you seeking to add any player like that in the future? Um, hopefully, no. hopefully. It's, always, it's good that you have a core. You, know, you can always get different different players. But the, the good thing is, is to maintain the core. And I so said that as, as a coaching staff, we have to you know, know what we have and, and as best as possible plan around that. You know, a lot of times people want you to play all the, you know, you know, probably fancy football or, you know, that football that, yes, we would want to sometimes. But you have to know what you have and, you know, be disciplined with that and be tactical about it too. All right. Thank you, Mr. Miguel Goli, and good luck going forward. Hope you can upset the USA. We have, we and have don't come back to the island without the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> we have only been once. Mr. Miguel Goli. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said, Miguel, Miguel Goli. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Miguel Goli. Okay, you're giving me gold cup already. Thank you very much, man. <laughs> yes, man. Yes, man. I, indeed, indeed. Hopefully, you, you can right, beat sir. USA for the second time in our in our history in terms of um our senior team because we did defeat them once also at the under seventeen level. So we have beat them twice yeah, overall. Yeah. We have not do, done well against the USA in any kind of football. So hopefully, yeah, man. We can congrats on your new program too. Yes, yeah, man. Th- thank yeah. you very much, Mister Coley. I hope to talk to you about um, other teams that you coach in the future. So, so keep listening. All right. Thanks very much. We'll take a break. First segment ended and we'll be back. This is Outside the Box on KLS ESPN Sports FM 89. Yes, welcome back to Outside the Box. And my name is Christopher Zidane Matthews, if you're just tuning in. And I'm here as usual with Steven Stanberry, the Thunder, and Rashid Parchment, the man that I will kill in a few minutes. Um, we beat 80. Your thoughts on the game? I'll talk to you first, Stanberry. Your thoughts on the game, overall performance? What, what's your thoughts? <laughs> well, you know... Um, Football is a quite a, a tricky topic, and if you get too technical, it can be quite confusing. Um, but Jamaica did what they needed to do, and that was to win the game and make it into the to the last four. It wasn't pretty; they didn't play the best football um, in that game compared to other games that they've played so far in the tournament. But as I said, they needed to do what um, to get to the final. Um, what's his name? Englishman. Makanov, in his post-match comment, admitted that the team did not play pretty, but the main aim was to make it into the semi-finals, and that's what they did. Rashid? Yeah, I agree. It's an ugly win, but it's a win all the same. That's good enough for me. Although there are things I saw that I wasn't necessarily pleased with, but I don't want to be pedantic, but I'm happy we're through. Um, For me, I, I'm not a big fan of the the midfielder, what's his name? It's slipping me right now. He was Joel Grant. Oh, you mean Javon Watson? Javon Watson. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of his, but now I realize why the coaching staff they are eager to put him in once he's available because he's probably the best that we have of keeping the football. And you know, the coach mentioned earlier that we have to do better at possessing the football because Makanov is a runner. Right. McCleary is a, a runner. runner. Yeah. Rudolf Aston English mentality. It's not really a, b- a person you want. On the ball, under pressure. So the best option we have right now 
it's clearly Javon Watson. So I know I understand why the coaching staff and he probably have to play because Joel Grant did not have a good game. He wasn't pressing. When he had the ball, he didn't keep it well. So And Rudolph Austin is not a good passer, not a great passer. He's okay at times, but you need the other midfielder to be on the ball more than, more than Rudolph Austin. And that was not the case yesterday. And I think that is exactly why the Haitians run us in the middle of the park last night. Well, uh, you mentioned Austin, and I noticed a lot that he was there making tackles. He made a lot of tackles last night. But what I had, a, I'd had an issue with was the way he gave the ball away after making the tackles. He just hoofed the ball upfield and he gave it right back to the Haitians and that put us under pressure as well. I, I would, I, go ahead. Finish. I think what Rudolph Austin needs to do is play more like Claudio Makalele. You, you win the ball, you're going for those tackles and then you just make a, a short pass to, to somebody right. around you who will then look for the, for the long passes because he wasn't going in passing the ball upfield, always giving it away and stuff like that. Yes, um, he did better in the two um, the previous games, but um, surprisingly, he usually has these games where the passing is just all over the place. When he's bad, he's really bad in terms of his passing. So hopefully, in the next game, he can improve. His work rate is good. His, 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 his um, passion for the team, he leads good, the team yeah. well. That, that All of that is good. So once he's on, um, he won't be a great passer, but once he's doing okay as a passer, then he will have a good game and it would be good for Jamaica. Um, but the strikers again. You want to say something about yeah, Rudolph? I think, la- not, not about Rudolph, but I think maybe the formation would have helped us better if we if we played one more player in midfield and one up top if we're going to counter them because we're playing 4 4 looking to counter last night and there was there was there was a gap. There was someone needed just in front of the two pivots to, to get the ball up to up to Barnes and I think for that reason we didn't get the ball in, in the area enough last night. That's a good point. And maybe if we have three in midfield and Rudolph Aston can play the Macaulay role that you're talking about, then you yeah. have two persons, two options to pass it close to. Yeah, I'd like to switch it a bit. People wide because the, the, the wider, when you play with wide men, then you have to make long passes. So that's a good point. So maybe we could, when we face a team that we think are technically better than us. Yeah, like the USA. We, yes, <laughs> we should maybe go with three in midfield to, to nullify that problem. So that's a good observation. But the strikers, we what was it? One shot on target, one goal. We didn't have actually. No, we, we had, had we had, had we had yes, six we had on target. We had six on target. Yeah, from twelve shots. From twelve shots. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so but your thoughts on the performance? We have, um, this is the first goal by a striker in the competition in the for Jamaica. Yeah, for yeah. Jamaica. So what? what <laughs> and <laughs> funnily enough, it was it wasn't really his goal because if you look at it, when the ball was when the, when the shot was taken, it was going across the face of the goal. The keeper got placide, got out, it, it went under mm-hmm. his thigh and went into the goal. Mm-hmm. So technically. So, so if, if you want to get really pedantic again, but I'm trying to, to avoid being pedantic right now. But it's a definitely a concern because when you look at the, the space we got in the second half when the Haitians were desperate and coming and throwing people forward, we didn't capitalize on yes, any exactly at all. We, didn't right. we executed poorly in, in the final third last night. We got some opportunity where we just didn't know what to do. The passing was too slow. We were not sure. And I was very disappointed in that. We cannot make the same mistakes against the United States because that's a much better team and when they get the opportunity we must punish them. And going back to the elephant in the room, if we had Alvas Paul, we'd have someone, if we, if we decided to play him last night, we'd have had someone booming forward a lot more than Hector on the right and I thought uh, Lawrence could have gone forward a little, just a little bit more 
even though I thought he was fairly sound last night in defense, he could have gone forward a little bit more. But as the coach mentioned, it was a tactic of theirs to, yeah. to, to not go forward as well because the quickness, it was clear the quickness. And I spoke about this on the scoreboard on Friday also. The Asian team is a very quick team and we had to be careful because they would have hurt us. And the problem with the Asian team though, and I said that also that they're finishing. If they had a striker with some quality, they would have won that game last night. I can tell you Definitely, that. yeah. And they would probably would have got something out of the game against the USA as well. But they had a striker a couple of years ago. I can't remember his name. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was very impressive. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So uh, they, they need to work on that. But it was it was a good game overall. And I, I, I like this competition more than the Copa America. I know the Copa America, <coughs> excuse me, had better teams and better talent in there. Yeah. But in terms of excitement and competitiveness... I think the Gold Cup. The I think this yeah, is one of them, the, the, yes, the best indeed. so far. Yes, yes seeing all four Caribbean teams advancing to the to cup phase for the first time in their history. history. So. And of course, we had some unpredictable scores like that four-four with Mexico and Trinidad. Who would have thought that would have happened? That was a brilliant game. So, um, your thoughts on the defensive? I I praise them. I like the defensive unit. I like the the hard work. You mentioned Hector, but I think Hector played central. It's Maria on the right hand side. Right. Okay. Yeah. But the the, the thing is. It is difficult for you as a coach, as a manager, when you go into a competition and you, you, your team and your defensive unit play the way they did in the Copa America. And then you, unless you have a John Terry or a Cafu or an exceptionally gifted player, it's difficult for you to, to change that. Because if you do and you can see goals, then you will be criticized heavily. Yeah. So I understand why the coaching staff went back for the same defensive unit they had in the Copa America. I totally agree with you. Um, but I think this will be key going forward to our game against the United States. Um, I don't know where the goals will be coming from if we <laughs> are to score, but uh, keeping, because uh, even though you can't judge the United States based on that game versus Cuba, because Mexico beat Cuba by the same scoreline, I don't think you can really judge the United States based on their performance versus Cuba. But you realize that in, in the other games, they too were struggling to, to break teams down and to get on the score sheet. So it should be an interesting matchup because the United States, they dropped Josie Altador from their squad for the knockout phase. Indeed. I'm quickly now on Alvas Powell. Alvas Powell. We have heard reports from the coach. He was quoted as saying that Alvas Powell had issues with his playing time. That's what we heard. Mm-hmm. We have not heard from Alvas Powell as yet. So we have to, we're going by, I, I don't think I need to hear from Alvas Powell to discuss it because unless I think the coach is a dishonest person, there's no way a, a man of his integrity would just come out and tell a blatant lie. So something along that line happened. So we can discuss it. So what's your thought on Alvas Powell? pulling out of the squad because of not playing as much as he wanted to. I think it hints at a bit of his, his character as a quitter because he's young. There's Mariapa playing ahead of him and Mariapa has been in good form. It, it, you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't look at it and say, I should be playing now because I've been playing in the team for three years. If someone comes along and is in, and is in good form, it's hard to change that, that winning formula. So he could have sat and by this time. And now it reflects on him that he's, he's someone who won't try to put in harder work when it calls for it and, and we'll, just, we'll just leave you behind. And now I have to wonder how the Portland Timbers uh, administration views that. If, if they look at it and say, maybe if we sign someone someday, he'll do the same with us. 
he's he's gonna make a mess for the future now. <laughs> I don't know. Twenty year old and you're you're acting like that. It's not like you're an exceptional player, star player of the squad. Um, I don't know because I saw a report where the question was asked to Schaefer if um, Alvas apologizes, would he be welcomed back into the squad? And the report said, Schaefer said no. So I don't know what that means for, for the immediate future of Alvas Powell because from the looks of it, Jamaica is quite okay in defense <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if it was up front. But I don't know. I, I really don't know why as a young player you'd want to do that. Um we know he was thrown into the limelight early on as as a youngster and made quite a number of appearances for the team in the World Cup qualifications uh, for the twenty fourteen yeah twenty fourteen World Cup qualifications. Um, but now being relegated to the bench and had to watch um, Mariap and Hector and Westmorgan and others occupying the space in the defence. It must feel away somewhat, but still no way to walk off a team if that was the reason why. My question now is, we turn our attention to the World Cup qualifiers next month. If Jamaica continually plays well, what happens if if we qualify for the World Cup? Where does he fit in there? Since Schiffer doesn't want him back. Let me tell you something. As I, I was shocked. I don't see what could have happened. For Alvas Powell, got people saying that we should wait until we hear from Alvas Powell. They say he, he and his and his agent say they will wait until the, the Gold Cup end ends before they right. say anything because they don't want to disrupt the squad and you know the team is doing well and and so on and so forth. But I'm sure what is so special about Alvas Powell why they would ill treat him and no one else. Clearly, I don't see anything there for you to wait until the competition is over. Just Suck it up, and when the competition is over, then you talk to the media and tell us what took place. Simple as that. You just don't, I don't, don't understand oh, somebody who went through the back door. A lot of people criticized the Football Federation when he was called that. He's a, not a Portmore player. They want to get contract and this and that. Mm-hmm. So he was, people said there was two, three probably wingbacks in the country that were better than him at the time when they selected him. And Theodore Tabawitmore actually started him right, and in game. So I think it's maybe even a bit ungrateful of him to walk out on a team like that after uh, that was a big part of him getting a contract. They saw him for the national team and was impressed with him. So I, I think he was being a bit it's ungrateful. A, it's a bit of a, it's, it's, it comes as a bit of a, because of his successes in the past, it, it's a monster created because of that, because he came into the team at 17 years old and he was a mainstay there. So now to see someone come and take the place, he's like, why should I Why should I be doing this? And I was playing regularly. Why? He feels insulted. That's what I think anyway. But, you know, looking looking at tournaments, World Cup, um, regional tournaments, confederation tournaments, you pick a squad of uh, 20, 23 players. Right. And I'm pretty sure that on most occasions, not all 23 players get any game time throughout that tournament. We saw it in the World Cup. We saw it in the Copa America. Pretty sure we're going to see it next year in the Euros. And we've seen it in the in the CONCACAF Gold Cup as well. It's right. not all players that get game time, though they're picked for the squad. Very disappointing, Albus Powell. Good player. Like him a lot. Very versatile. And has a bright future. But I don't know what happened. But we'll take a break. Um, second segment, and we will come back after this. 
This is Outside the Box on KLS ESPN Sports FM 89. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Outside the Box. And if you are just tuning in, people tuning in all the time. My name is Christopher Zidane Matthews, and I'm here with my good friend, Stephen, the Thunder, Stanberry, and Rashid Parchment. Now we want to look at some transfers, some rumors, and some signings. And the first one that, that jumps out at me is Kiko Casilla. He signed for Real Madrid earlier on this week. From Espanyol. From Espanyol. I don't understand that. I'm pretty Manchester, sure you haven't I heard do. of him before. <laughs> I, I have seen him, but I didn't take note of him. But I, I, you say you understand. I want to explain to me why we had all these rumors about David Daguerre all season, all off season, even before, even during the season, and now Real Madrid has signed a keeper. Explain to me. Well, it's pretty simple. Ma- Manchester United are being very difficult about the, the transfer of De Gea to, to Madrid. They want Ramos in return. Madrid don't want to sell Ramos. Therefore, De Gea has one year, one year left on his contract, right? So, Madrid have decided they're just going to wait the year out and get him for free. And in that time, they'll sign someone who has pretty similar stats over the past season to De Gea. And in, and, but what I think happens is now, when De Gea signs for Madrid next t- season on the free, it's going to be a, a really interesting fight for position for that number one spot at Madrid next year. Stanberg, do you think uh, Manchester United are saying to themselves, we can convince we are a big club and we can achieve this season and convince him to stay at United and not go to Real Madrid? If what um, Rashid is saying is true, that they are waiting for him to end his, his contract and get him for free. Do you think Manchester United, do you think they, uh, we can convince him to stay? It's not a matter of they convincing him. He has to stay. He has a contract with the club and he has to stay. No, no but I'm, I'm perhaps talking about after the... After, after, yeah, no, no, he won't, stay, he won't stay after that. He will leave. So he, he has his heart set on Madrid. Um, before he went to Manchester United, while playing for Atletico Madrid, um, they wanted him at that time, but Atletico Madrid really doesn't sell to Real Madrid. So... They normally said Atletico Madrid sell you to a different club and then Real yeah. Madrid buys you What's from, from a yeah, transfer. Because that's what they wanted to do with um, Sergio Aguero as well. But um, Real Madrid haven't made any official bid um, for Aguero. Uh, but what Rashid said referring to Casilla, um, he was on Madrid. He came up through their youth academy. Um, but he really did, didn't get any game time because he was playing uh, well as reserve back up to Iker Casillas. Yeah, yeah. Now Casillas is gone and they needed a plan B. So they needed to bring someone in and they brought in um, Casillas. But next season, I don't know what Rashid is, is talking about, well, competitive, well, not this season coming up, but next year when they're here goes there. It won't be any competition for any space. He will be yeah. the number one. Well, yeah, and he'll if be the I'm, number one. If I'm Casillas... I wouldn't leave Espanyol and go to Real Madrid. Yes, Real Madrid is a big club and you went through their academy and all of that. But you know, they just sign you as backup. And then when they get the keeper that they really want next season, they'll be sending you out again or put you back on the bench. Fin- Final question on this though. Is, does it make any sense for you? To remember, these clubs, you're still running a business. Why would you allow a player to, to leave, leave for free for when free, you can right. get him? For you can get some money off him. Top class keeper, right? In terms of, he even was a better keeper last season than the Chelsea goalkeeper, who is touted as right now the probably outside of 
know you're the best keeper in the world. You know, I, I disagree with you. Now, I think I think because Dehi is shorter than um, Courtois, Courtois, his saves looks look more spectacular. Because he has to jump more. Yeah. Or maybe was it that um, Chelsea defensively were better than Messi? So, so um, well, and that as well. Yeah, prob- yeah, probably it's interesting. So. We should point out that both keepers. Uh, Cassia and De Gea even though they're in two different leagues they, they both played 37 games last season while uh, Cassia had 13 to- to- total clean sheets while Cass- De Gea had 11 Cass- uh, Cassia had more saves than De Gea as well so I think if the, if it comes down to competing for us but it will be close alright so that's that's that on, on the goalkeepers interesting I don't understand why Manchester United do allow a player to leave for free but I guess they are becoming a Bramble team right now, a Bramble club. But Fabian Delph signed for City earlier on also this week. Initially, we heard that he will not go to City. He's, he's going to show you that we, we are not all about the money. Then, <laughs> two days or so after, we heard that this man has signed for City for $8 million. So, I guess <laughs> it was all about the money. Your thoughts on that sign? What will that do for City in the se- coming up in this season? Well, it does increase their homegrown quota, which they need to, to fill. Um, but personally, as for Fabian Delph, I think he will just be using some small um, league games and some cup games. So good luck warming the bench. <laughs> Your thoughts, Rashid? Yeah, I I can see why people say he'd warm the bench, but perhaps he could break into the team because Fernando wasn't playing well. Yaya Torre has been has been going forward a lot more. They want someone to sit back, so it's quite possible he could get more games than we think in the Premiership. All right. Now, quickly, um, some, some rumors now. Those were signings. These are some rumors now. Pedro to Manchester United. Is that a transfer that you think? Uh, or is just a, a people trying to sell papers? What are your thoughts on that? Well, we know Manchester United. Van Hal says they need to make two more signings. And based on the type of player, you see the two players that they, they are linked with, Pedro and Thomas Muller, both similar um, in the positions. They can play anywhere across the front, front three. three. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. I heard it was Chelsea being the the, the favored destination for Pedro, but uh, there's some disagreement. Rumor there's some disagreement in the transfer I, fee. I don't think Pedro would fit in that system at all. But Chelsea, I Chelsea. like him as a player. <laughs> he does not, as they say, Jamaica bush chances. He, when he gets his chances, he normally finish. He, he's a he's a very efficient um, forward for me. I hardly see him get chances like a Theo Walker, for example, and, and miss them. So I rate him, and, and I, I would love if he was on his way to Arsenal and Theo Walcott was on his way out. But hmm. your thoughts on Pedro to Manchester United? I don't, I don't see it happening unless... Well, it can happen, but I, don't, I, 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 see, I see him going to Chelsea. That, that's more likely to transfer to me. I think it will also depend on what happens with Di Maria and PSG. PSG are, are hotting up the chase for Di Maria right now. And go ahead, go ahead. No, I think PSG are hurting on the chase of Di Maria and let, letting him go would free the space for him. So I think we have to see something happening there before. before. Yeah. Good. Excellent point. Excellent point. Okay, well, that's it for, for the rumors. For now, the... over to Steve Sandberg to tell you what's coming up next. I'm sure you all are waiting for this. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> My favorite time of the show is a clash from the penalty spot between uh, Christopher Zidane Matthews and Rashid Parchment. And uh, the topic this week, should Arsenal have renewed Michael Arteta's Mich- contract? Mikel Arteta. Mikel Arteta, Michael Arteta. <laughs> <laughs> should Arsenal have renewed Arteta's contract? 
Um, well, when you listen to this, listeners, um, you will text your response who the winner is, whether it's Christopher Matthews or Rashida Parchment. And the number to text is 8280925. Again, 8280925, and we will read, uh, well, we'll have the results of that at the end of the show. Um, so, Rashid, you will go first from the penalty spot. Should Arsenal have renewed Michael Mikel Arteta's contract? All right. Well, the first thing you hear people saying when they talk about why Arteta shouldn't be renewed is that he's someone that's not needed. He's someone who who has seen better days. He's he's uh, he's just eating up the squad quota, and I disagree because the Premier League rules say uh, there should be seven. Each 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 Premier League team should have a team consisting of no more than 17 players who do not fit the homegrown quota. What is the homegrown quota? It means a player who, irrespective of his nationality or age, has been registered with any club affiliated to the Football Association or the Football Association Association of Wales for a period, continuous or not, of three entire seasons of 30 or 36 months prior to his 21st birthday or the end of the season during which he turns 21. All right, so if we look at that, Look at the Arsenal squad right now and the players we have. We have only 14 players who cons- who constitute the non-homegrown quota. They are Petr Cech, Matthew Dibucci, Nacho Monreal. And I'm saying this with, with regard to people who are going to be pushed out. So there's Nacho Monreal, who's the third. Permer Tesaka, Gabriel, Laurent Koscielny, Thomas Rosicki, Santi Cazorla, Mikel Arteta, Matthew Flamini, Mesut Ozil, Olivier Giroud, Alexis, and Christian Bielik. That's 14 players right there. It leaves a spot. It leaves 11 spots for homegrown players. So now let's look at the homegrown players. There's Wojciech Chesney. There's Emmy Martinez. There's Christi, there's Kieran Gibbs, Jack Wilshire, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, Aaron Ramsey, Theo Walcott, Danny Welbeck, and Chuba Akpam. This means that I've counted 10 players there. So even if you put Arteta in this team, there's still space to sign other players. So just to make the argument that he should not have been signed because we need the space for other players is, is, is irrelevant. Okay, good. And the mood is about um, should he, we have re-signed Arteta. Mm-hmm. I think we should, not, we should not have re-signed Arteta, not because of any quota. I don't know about that. Arteta is not a quality player anymore and he's playing out of position he's very slow he cannot tackle to save his life and when arsenal attacks and people counters arsenal arteta is a serious problem because he has absolutely no pace and a lot of times you can see it's clearing that the reason why teams get behind us and put the ball in the back of it with lack of a defensive central midfield quality in terms of defending. Arteta was so poor that Francis Coquelin came into the team. He's not any great player, but he looked great because Arteta, who was playing there before, was so poor. And without a doubt, when a young player like that who has not been playing great over the years does step in and look so good, it showed you clearly how poor Mike Mikel Arteta was. So Arsenal made a wrong choice in terms of we need somebody else with more experience, who is good at winning the ball and good at tracking players and being a present in the middle of the park for us. So Arsenal should not have re-signed Mikel Arteta. 15 seconds each. What will Arteta add to Arsenal's squad? I want you to tell me that. 15 he, seconds. He, had, he adds leadership. He's someone who the team respects 
if you look at what Theo Walcott said, we had a nice video and Mikel stood up and said a few words to the players who weren't involved in the FA Cup last year, like some of the foreign guys. Just showing the video shows how passionate the club are and being 90, the 90th occasion in the final, as well as potentially the 12th, is a great ach- achievement. That's what Arteta brings to the squad. He's someone who motivates. And you can't, you can't, you can't devalue that. Well, Arsenal has been play, um, finishing this. We are not improving with his motivation. So what we need is somebody who can contribute to the squad. It, Arteta right now cannot make the first team. So I don't know why we need somebody. We have a coach. We have an assistant coach to motivate the players and talk to the players. Arteta is not needed. He's not being paid to motivate. He's been paid to perform on the field. And he's not been doing that. Arteta should go. All right. With that, um, we are about to take a break from the outside the box. Remember, text your responses for who is the winner of the clash. 8280925. That's 8280925. Was it Zidane Matthews or Rashid Parchment? All right. So, what would it? we take a break, Peter John? I will take a break and we'll be back. <laughs> This is Outside the Box on KLS ESPN Sports FM 89. Welcome back, listeners, to Outside the Box. My name is Christopher Zidane Matthews, and I'm here with the legendary... No, no you're not a legend. No, don't reach but legendary stashes. Yeah. You have potential to be a legend, Stephen Stanberry. And Rashid Parchment, the Arsenal guru. And it's now time for you to get involved and give your thoughts on things we have discussed and some Anything, other new yeah. topics that you want to discuss. You want to discuss Sterling. You want to discuss Arsenal not signing any more players other than Peter Cech. Call us and tell us. And the numbers to get us at is 1-888-991-5527 or 1-888-935-5527. And the overseas callers can get us at 1-954-693-5071. Good. So, we have a call already. So, hello, good morning. Morning, sir. Yeah, yeah, what happened? I don't discuss anything about English football. What I want you to do for me, right? Yes. Hello? Yes, sir, I'm hearing you. Go no. ahead. I want you to scout around mm-hmm. and investigate the, 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 the um, local transfer uh, vendors who transfer from which club to club. I find the coaches leave from which club to club. Even All right. Pre- the, the latest rumors we're hearing is that Calvert Fitzgerald is on his way to Waterhouse. You know that you is, is in the Premier League now, so the assistant coach, one who is um, Marcel Gale, he will coach you. You know, the, um, the Patrick Robert, what's his name? Patrick, uh, Anthony Patrick, he resigned prior to the se- end of the season, so we knew he was going to leave. So I hear that Calvert Fitzgerald will go to and will carry a couple of players. Corey Burke, it was said to be going to Waterhouse with Calvert Fitzgerald, but I hear that Arnett Gardens are interested in him and his training with Anikan. So, those are a few that I've heard so far. Mr. Gan. All right. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hi. How are you doing, sir? Morning. Morning, man. Stephen and Rashid is here. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right, you know. Rashid, how are you doing, man? Not bad, you? I'm good, I'm good, man. I want to talk about some of the... Latest transfer speculation. I, I heard you guys earlier bashing Man United about 
letting Dijer go for free. But I mean, I talk to Rashid all the time, you know, and I, I, I feel that they didn't have a, a better option. Is this Lawrence? Yes, it's oh, Lawrence. Okay, Rashid, yeah. do not bad. <laughs> and, and it's potentially, you know, because we're not sure what will happen because we still have all of August. Um, we're still in July, and the transfer window will close at the at the end of August. So we're no not man. sure. Remember, you know, that Euros start um, next year, so that's to start the season early. Yes, so the season starts in early August. Yeah. Yes, but transfer still can be made after until the until, until the last. Until. Hello. Oh, call dropped. Sorry about that caller. Call us back if you can. Uh, we'll go to our next call. Hello, good morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing, Natalie? Hi, you hearing me? Yes, yes, I'm hearing it loud and clear. All right, money. Ah, hmm. uh, two things. Yes. You hear? I can't understand this. Jeffrey Webb is, was next to Seth Blatter, next to Power, next to everything. Yes. And I can't believe that he would allegation made against him. You know, I can't believe it. <laughs> no, don't put it that way. I can't believe it. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of persons find it hard to believe. You know, so I think somebody framed him. Somebody, somebody framed him. Frame Jeffrey Webb? Mm-hmm. You think so? Mm-hmm. Why, but there's evidence, according to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I, he's, he's, he has played... Pled guilty, you know? Well, not guilty. Not guilty. Not, yes, but yes. not guilty. And not he's guilty. out on bail. And he's out on bail. Me can't believe these allegations. I just believe the boy is a ring of bad luck, but I can't believe these allegations. If he was a small man down the bottom, would I say, boy, him take a bribe and do a thing? <laughs> you know, I was a inner line of, of people who do a thing, but this is a man next to power. I can't believe it. Until I see... Them convict him, I'm not going to believe. So what do you make of the stuff concerning him and the health fraud in Cayman? Mm-hmm. Do you think he was framed for that as well? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're a web fan. You're a fan of Jeffrey Webb. <laughs> no, not a fan, but fan of him. But you see, when you're next to power, you, you, you can't do stupid things like those. You see what I'm trying to say? Mm, I hear you. If you was down the bottom, not going for you, you see? Yes. All right, Natalie. But there's, a, there's a money corrupt people, you know, so. Well, true, true, true. Well, anything is possible, but I'm still, you know. Yes. Yeah. All right, Natalie, thanks for the call. Uh, we have a lot of call online, so we have to move on, yeah? All right. Hello, good morning. 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 Morning, sir. How are you doing? Yeah, my, you guys cut me off, man. I had to call back. <laughs> no, 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 sorry no, about that. We didn't cut you off. Something went wrong, but the um, technical difficulties. We didn't cut you off intentionally. Sorry no, about I, that. I just played with you guys. All right. <laughs> I just played with you guys, man. I'm going to hold up the line too much. So yes. We're Quick. not even going to talk about this anymore, but Raheem, man, what, what do you guys think about that? Raheem Sterling? Yeah, good move or bad move? I think it's a, it's a good move for him. And let me tell you why. I noticed that when... Louis Suarez was there and the season prior to the last one. And the pressure was not on him to be the key guy on the team. He did really well. He got a lot of space because most of the defenders were attracted to Suarez because you know of yeah. his quality. And I thought he relished that. And now he's, he's gone to City where they have so many world-class players that will create a lot of space for him for him to do his damage. And helps him to develop and improve. Good. And well. he will know that if I play a bad game, that necessarily means the team will lose. We have so many quality players and they can rest him. Too much pressure was on him. 
even though I rate him at Liverpool, I think now it will be better for him. A lot of people think he will fail and he will not get a game. I doubt it. I don't think so. Because I think he has more to his game than, say, I, Jesus Navas, who is for me a one-trick pony. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely more tricks than, than Jesus Navas. Um, but, but for me, I think he could have done another season at Liverpool. He needs a little more experience. But I, I agree with you. He can, he can build and he, he can improve. And I think he will be a force to reckon with at City. My my only fear though is that um, the the tricks that come along with this new 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 salary, this new life in Manchester, mm-hmm. we have to hope that it doesn't affect him negatively, That's because we've seen previously where other record signings have, especially English signings have have flopped mm-hmm. that is after true. getting these big paydays, and you know they were also talented. We have to wish the best for, for Raheem, you know? Yeah. Yes, I think he will do well. Yeah. Good but prospect for England as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. He, he's, a, he's a bright light there. To think Jamaica thought they would get him, I, I had to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would have never. No offense, you know? Yes. He still um, owns up his citizenship and he definitely would never tell you that he's not Jamaican, but... To put your career out like that, no offense. I mean, yes. football is improving though. We see it at the Gold Cup and at Copa. Yes, indeed. But yeah. all right, we have a short time and we have more callers on the line. So thanks all for right. the call. Call us next Take week care, again. Man. Big up, All right. Um, hello. Good morning. Morning, morning, gentlemen. Morning, morning, morning. Zidane, why do you think Manchester United is a Bramble club? No, I was I, I was tongue in cheek, man. Tongue in no, cheek. No, then don't say it, then, brother. Man. Please, <laughs> for like for David here for free. It's it's a it's a message I sent to Real Madrid. They can't bully us just to just to sell. Get David whatever you want, you. yeah. But what? You understand? I, yes. It 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 it's a it's a it's a it's a trick in a zidan because I guess a two big club are go at it. It's two giant club are go at it, and one can bully each other for for sell a player, don't it? Mm-hmm. So so Manchester United rather take the last and say, guess what? We want to hold him for the year, you know, and let him go next year for free. But, but right now, Real Madrid laughing at you guys because they know that they will get a top-class keeper come next summer for free. For absolutely nothing. So, so yeah, they... but, 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 it happens it happen everywhere, you know. Yeah. You look at top-class players for free, you know, don't you? Some make a day, um, let, 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 let Real Madrid, Madrid for free, for free you know, be that in mind, and he's a top-class central midfielder. Don't Remember, Pogba as well left Manchester United for free. Exactly. No, so he, he probably wasn't <laughs> an established player yet, though. Yeah, yeah. but 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 Sami Kadir is a is a World Cup winner. Yeah. And 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 he left um, Real Madrid and and gone to Juventus for free. But but Kadira so was the Juventus is laughing, right? But, but here the difference now. Kadira yeah. was not a real starter for for Real Madrid anymore. It, he, you know he, why? He was in and out. Because him and Fabio Capri, um, him and um, Ancelotti fall out. Yeah. That's the only reason why he, he wasn't in the Real Madrid squad in Zidane. Because him and, him and Ancelotti fall out, and, him, and, and then Ancelotti just cast him aside. Simple as that. Well, that is true. Don't you? Yeah, that is true. Fair okay, point. Okay, so then you can't say United are Bramble Club just to let David Diego go <laughs> Zidane. Come on, man. I, I don't I, agree. Me know, you know, me know you know better than that. I, I don't agree with what they are doing, though. I would definitely cash in on him right now. No, we, we don't need the money. United don't need the money, Zidane. It's not all about money, you know. I have to agree with you. I hear you. I hear you. We have lots of call on the line. Ca- say, thanks for the call. Call us next week again. All right, cool. Hello, good morning. Quickly, good morning. I'm going Zidane and him host. How are you doing? Yeah, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Sanberry and Rashid. Rashid. 
Yeah, walk on. What, what, one thing for you. Whenever you are talking about um, Theo Walcott and Arteta, don't argue with Zidane because he don't like them two players. So I'm not that, um, yeah, he put logic out the door. I don't, I, don't rate, I don't rate them. It's not don't like I, them. One quick thing, right? Remember, Zidane, earlier you alluded to that um, when him the don't, don't um, sign any other more players. That is um that that we don't we don't sign any more players. Yes, Probably we right. don't sign. But outside a check, what, yes. Right, one thing in history, the last time we win we win we win right. the Premier League. We it, was one, it was one signing we make, and that was Jan Lehmann, a goalkeeper. So right. just take that in mind, okay? Yeah, all right, sir. All right, cool. But that I think has been the problem for Arsenal for too many years now. In recent time, we have. Yep. Thinking about the past, things have taken. But we have take. a good squad right now. We don't need to rush and make signings. We just make a signing if he, if, he, if he becomes available. That's the difference right now. Yes, and if he's a quality player. All right. Arlo, good morning. Final call. Infinite blessing, sir. Infinite blessing. <laughs> Infinite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we collecting offering this morning? No. Yeah, you ought to, you know, because you don't like church. Anyway, yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> we collecting the offering, man. Right. I didn't get the results of the matches today with Jamaica. One, Jamaica won one nil. So they have gone through to right. the semi-finals to face and USA. What is the status of Mr. Powell from here on in? Powell, Alba. well, Coach mm. Schiffer said he's not welcome back in his team. He mm. was quite blunt about that. But but I read somewhere this morning that JFF said they might consider it, but the first move has to be made by him. Yes. So he will have to maybe come and apologize and so forth. So we have to just wait and see what happens after the Gold Cup. When the team is back and we hear everything, Alvaro Powell and his agent will speak, so we will see what happens. This program is all about football only. Yes, it's yeah. a football program. It's a football program. Yes. All right. No. All right. What are no? What are the what are the speculations regarding where this whole investigation into FIFA is headed? Is it going to intrude into the football in hierarchy here in Jamaica? I've coded my questions very nicely. <laughs> well, well, we, we haven't heard anything on that as yet, but uh, you might never know what could happen in the world of football. Well spoken, Mr. Stanmer. But, but, but infinite, you realize that um, Seth Blatter stayed away from the Women's World Cup and he did not venture to the Gold Cup either, but our president is at the Gold Cup, so maybe he's not afraid of anything. Maybe his conscience is clear. Let me say this to you. Um, from where I am sitting, I am wondering if America doesn't have corruption within its own shores. Why are they allowed to play Lord God Almighty over this situation? We're not, we're not justifying, we're not condoning. If any hanky-panky went on, let the chips fall where they may. But I notice I almost appearing squeaky clean set of individuals. A tunnel, um, <laughs> the, the, the FBI, and they all come out as if they all went, had some meeting, and concocted how they're going to come and appear so squeaky clean. Is America that squeaky clean as well? When it comes down to sports, that they are <laughs> able to come across as if they are the judge and Ta- jury. Time is upon us, infinite. We have to continue this next week. We have one to squeeze, one last one. Blessed Lord. All right, cool. Hello, good morning. Hello. Yeah, hello. Hello, morning, sir. Yes, it's done. Morning. Morning, gentlemen. Morning. Morning, morning. What are you in technician? Yeah, man. I'm all right, man. Mm-hmm. One quick thing. The program too short. Oh, Lord. Three mm. weeks. <laughs> or the third week. This. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Program too short. Big man. Enough. some interesting things that deal with program too short. <laughs> this Alva spoil thing. Yes. Yeah. There's more to it. A lot more to it. Yeah. It cannot be just this thing about 
there is more to it. I, I don't see a player getting in, in, the, in the team through the back door and then because of playing time, he just walk out on the team. Well, more to it. I guess we'll hear when the when the yeah. World Cup concludes. When the right time come, we'll hear. Yeah. 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 All right, so you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Program too short. All right, take care. All right. All right. I'm very concerned. Yeah, man. All right. Stanberry, you have a piece of paper here. What do what, what you think? What <laughs> yes, it's the result from the general election. Sorry, I mean the, the, the voting. Um, we should have a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, the results of the voting for the clash between Christopher Zidane Matthews and Rashid Parchment, the topic that was debated was should Arsenal have renewed Mikel Arteta's contract? And a 90% of the voters who voted, you can guess for who? Zidane. Cast the ballots, yes. For yeah, Christopher he has his Zidane. Right Matthews. Here with him. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the drum roll. <laughs> so, Zidane, you're the winner this week. Rashid, you have a come good. So, Zidane, how much you pay them? Pay who? Your friends who vote. Come on. <laughs> no, I, th- I think you're on the wrong side of the topic <laughs> because most people, I can get a, a former Arsenal player and talk about Mikel Arteta and his efficient ineffectiveness on the field, but. We continue that next week. Mm. Right now, we have to run. Time is up on us. Thank you for joining us, listeners. Good show again, once again. Thank you to Miguel Coley for joining us. Thank you for Steve Stanberry and the great Rashid Parchman. You have to wheel and come again. Maybe next week it will be 60-40 in my favor still because I don't think you can win any. But until next week, um, thank you to Peter John Breckenridge and Mr. Tony Young as the producer. Peter John Breckenridge is the magician when Richie is not here. So until next week, so long. Well, it's real and Bradley still going. Look at this, Kevin. It's a brilliant run from Messi. Did he go all the way? KLS ESPN Sports FM 89 has just presented Outside the Box.